Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith. We shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest today is Tabitha Taylor. She is a manager at Sonic in Owensboro, Kentucky, and she's also a resident at Fresh Start. Welcome to Shape by Faith, Tabitha. Hi. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad we got connected, and I can't wait for our listeners to hear your story. But um, why don't you go ahead and explain what Fresh Start is so everyone knows that. Um, Fresh Start for Women is a transitional program for women who are fresh in recovery. Um, You have to be at least six months clean to get in here. Um, They still require you to get your three meetings in a week, whether it be NAAA, church, um, Bible study. Um, It is a very, it's a Christian based place. They are very godly people and they help us get in touch with our spiritual self. That's awesome. Um, yes. Um, I mean, pretty much they just, they want to help. They want to help you get prepared for when you go out to the real world. Um, you're allowed to stay up the two years. Once that two years is reached, if you want to go into leadership, then they will allow you to stay longer. Um, How long have you been there, Tabitha? I have been here 14 months. Wow. Okay, so you love it there, and um, it's going well. Okay. And why do you think this sort of um, program is good for our community and even for other communities? Well, because when you're you're fresh in recovery and you're trying to learn a new life, like when you're trying to learn how to live a new life, like it's not easy. You, You need to have the support. You need to have the stability, you know, and... Fresh Start provides all that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a sisterhood here. We have um, a house mom who, I mean, she holds us responsible and she holds us accountable. And that's what you need in recovery. You need people to stand beside you and hold you accountable when you're wrong and help you figure out how to get it right. That's right. Iron sharpens iron. And that's, that's right. yeah, that's what's going on. We all need that accountability, each one of us. Um, we need someone that we're accountable to and someone that will love us and speak to us with love and, you know, point us in the right direction. So that's amazing. I, I love their program. And I think they've been going um, steady and strong since 2016. Five years to, yeah, I'll have to double check that, but I think that's correct. Okay, yeah, so, I mean, oh, go ahead. Keeps growing and growing. Like it, at first, it just started out with an apartment complex, and now they have bought three houses that are right beside the apartment complex. So they're turning it into their own little community. Mm-hmm. That so, is wonderful. Okay, so Tabitha, you and I connected, and I asked if you'd be willing to share your personal story. And you said you would. And so I'm so um, glad that you're with us today. So everyone out there. Um, Tabitha is going to share her story, so we're going to go ahead and get started with that. Tell us about your childhood and what your family life was like for you growing up. Um, my childhood, um, it was a very rough childhood. Um, I did not, I did not live with my mother. She, she lost custody of me when I was three years old, and I moved in with her mother. Um, 
from three to 11. At 11, it got to the point to where she got too old to be able to take care of me. So I got put into state's care. Um, from the age of 11 to 18, I was in 48 foster homes and four different girls homes. Oh my goodness, Tabitha, why 48? I mean, that's a lot. Well, because I had behavioral issues, abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so. Were you, were you getting help during that time? I mean, were you seeing anyone? Were you seeing a counselor to help I, you through this? I do remember, um, a couple psychiatrists. I remember a couple psychiatric hospitals, but I guess none of it really worked. None of it helped. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think everything goes back to our heart. And so, you know, as a child, those things in our childhood affect us and they stay with us until they're dealt with, until the Lord heals us, you know, and, and we seek that help. But you were a child. I mean, you didn't, you didn't know to do any of that. Did, did anything good come out of living in, in all those different foster homes? Can you think of anything? I'm going to have to say no, because I mean, if, if anything good came out of them, then why would, why would I have had to go through 48? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't, I don't have any good memories of any in particular. Um, I was just very lost and broken. I wanted to be with my mom mm-hmm. and, you know, for, for reasons I'd rather not talk about that, right. that couldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, during that period of time, let me ask you this, um, while you were in any of the foster homes, did anybody take you to church or talk to you about the love of Jesus? No, ma'am. Wow. Okay. All right. To me, that's shocking, Tabitha, that, you know, I mean, it really is. Okay. So let's, let's continue. At what age did you first get introduced to drugs and what were your circumstances during that time? Um, the first time I was introduced to drugs, I was 18 years old. Um, and really my, I mean, my circumstances weren't really bad at that time. I moved back to Owensboro. I'd gotten my own first place. Um, I I was living in my, my own apartment and, um, a friend of mine that I knew at the time, she introduced meth to me and I got hooked. So from the first time you took meth, Tabitha, did you feel like you were addicted to it? Yes. Okay. All right. I I mean, that's, yeah, I, I have heard that and, and I know people that, you know, that happened with, so it's a very serious drug. So your f- friend introduced you to meth and you just continued down that path, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So at some point in time, you got married. Is that correct? No, I've never been married. Oh, you did not. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Okay. All right. Um, okay. um I, well, I was in a, like, a long-term relationship. I was in a relationship for seven years. Okay. And and had three children with this man. Um, we, we used drugs together. Um, and he was very abusive, uh, mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, and I dealt with that for seven years until I finally got the courage up to leaving. Okay. So you had your kids with you the whole time or what, what happened to your children during this period of time? My kids were with me during the abuse. Okay. Okay. 
All right. So how did they, I mean, they're kids, of course. Um, I'm sure that affects children. Um, definitely in anything we go through, you know, any, anything like that would affect a child. So how, how did your children handle that during that period of time? Um, I mean, they got pretty much, they got so used to it. They knew that when things started to escalate, they would go to their room and mm-hmm. walk through some of their rooms on their own. Mm-hmm. They knew that voices were getting raised and when they could tell when he was you know, getting angry, what was going to happen. So they removed themselves from the situation. I mean, mm-hmm. during this time, did, did anyone try and reach out to you and help you? No, really? No. Okay. But when I, I'm oh, going to say, ahead. I'm going to say most of that is my fault because mm-hmm. I, I really never let it be known about the abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, when anybody looking down on us, I mean, mm-hmm. that's just, it's a delicate subject. Right. Um, so I, I pretty much kept it to myself until um, my mother picked up on it. And um, my mother really couldn't do anything about it either because he was, he was so violent that he would, he would lash out at her too. Oh, wow. So, All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break here. Now, your story gets better. We're going to take a quick break and we will be back with more Shape by Faith and hear from Tabitha Taylor. So everyone stay tuned. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. My guest today is Tabitha Taylor. She's a manager at Sonic in Onsboro, Kentucky. She's also a resident at Fresh Start and Tabitha is sharing her personal story um, of addiction and what God has done for her. And she's sharing her struggles that she faced with addiction and life in general. And she's also going to um, share with us her faith journey. So, Tabitha, we're just going to continue uh, from where we left off. So you left that relationship and you were telling me that you really didn't reach out to anyone. You didn't want people to know what was going on. And that's very human and very understandable. Did you have any type of relationship with God during that time? No, ma'am. Okay. And as a child, you really didn't have a relationship with God. People did not talk to you about him as well. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. All right. What were some of the struggles you had associated with drugs? And, And Tabitha, if you would also kind of, Give us a scenario for people out there listening that may have a family member or maybe they're like, ah, there's something just not right about them, but I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying? Could you just give us some of your struggles associated with drugs and maybe what are some of the signs and symptoms associated with it? Okay, so shortly after I left that relationship, um, that is when everything went downhill for me. Um, I'll. I lost my home. Um, followed by that, I lost my job. I lost my children. And all of this happened in a matter of six months. So once I got to that point and I had lost everything, that is when I went into addiction full force. Like I was in this dark place. I had nothing else to lose. All I wanted to do was stay high to, to stay numb, you know? Mm-hmm. Um um, so shortly, you know, shortly after I lost my children, 
um, I started getting in trouble with the law. Um, I had a perfectly clean record all the way up until I was 32 years old. And from 32 to 36, I picked up 17 charges. Um, I was in and out of jail. I'm going to say anywhere from 10 to 12 times. Um, I ended up getting put on probation, um, got revoked and then put back in jail for another seven months. And then they let me back out on probation again. And that's when I started doing right. So I don't know if that's where you want to cut off. No, that's that. Hey, that's perfect. All right. When you were in jail, Tabitha, did anyone visit you? Did anyone try and help you with, you know, come in and talk to you, um, give you options? So basically when you're in jail, um, you've dried out, you know, you're obviously not taking the drug. So during that period of time, again, did someone try and help you? Did someone come in there and speak to you? And did you think before you got out of jail that you wouldn't be doing drugs anymore? Or what was your thought process like? Well, when, okay, so, um, I do remember one time Matthew's table come to see me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was pretty much just to sit down and pray with me. Um, and really that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. as far as family, um, no, I had nobody, like, my family had completely cut me off. Um, okay. I, I'd hurt them so much um, that they just cut ties with me. That's including my mother, my children, all of them. I had nobody. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. When so when I got when I got out of jail, I went to um, a thirty day program, uh, Mount Comp. Um, after that thirty day program, I was released back out on the streets um, on probation. Um, within a couple weeks. I had um, started using again. So my I'm, I've got to say my probation officer is really the one that pushed me to to get me on the right track because mm-hmm. she had told me, because she took me to True North. She signed me up for True North where I'd done um, a six-month program. Actually, I was there about eight months. Um, and she told me that if I did not complete the program, and um, if if I got in any more trouble while I was in the program, that she would revoke me and I would serve my three-year sentence. Okay. So, so let's talk about that 30-day program, Tabitha. Let's let's back up just a few seconds here. That um, was at Mount Comp um, Care Center. You said it was a 30-day program. What was that? Was that a rehab? Was that drying out? What was that? It was a rehab. It was a 30-day treatment center. Did that help you at all? No, 30 days did nothing for me. I mean, did they, like, during that 30-day period of time, I mean, obviously you've got to be in there doing something. What What did you do in there? Um, we we done classes on um, recovery and um, family, parenting. Um, it was pretty much just, it was classes all day mm-hmm. and then um it was, it was very, it, there was a lot of structure. There was no leaving. We didn't get to leave. You was in there. You were stuck in there for 30 days. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, and it's like a light bulb didn't go off. Like you're going, okay, I'm, I'm going to work on this and I'm going to get better. That, that just wasn't happening. Right. Not, not at that point. No. Okay. When you went to true North treatment center, 
and that's an organization that specializes in treating substance abuse. What was your, um, what was your experience there? Um, my experience, you know, when I first, the first couple months I was there, um, like I worked the program, but I wasn't all in it. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was pretty much the mentality. I'm, I'm here because I have to be, mm-hmm. you know, um, I knew I didn't want to serve a three year sentence. So I was just going to do what I needed to do. Um, but then the farther I got into the program, um, the more serious I got about my recovery. Um, while I was at true North, um, the first thing that it helped me go all in was that, um, I started getting visitations with my, four, what he's five now, but at the time, four year old son, mm. um, I started getting visitations with him. Um, my, my 17 year old daughter, she reached out to me after we hadn't talked for two years. Um, so wow. that gave me motivation to keep going because, you know, in my mind, I had done lost everything. So what was the point? But then two of the most important people in my life was reaching out to me, trying to have, you know, trying to have a relationship with me because I was getting better. Right. So the program at True North, did, did they also direct you to have a relationship, a faith relationship in some sort? No, they didn't put, they didn't push for that either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As, long, as long as you got your three recovery meetings in a week, um, and you followed the rules and you wasn't getting higher failing drug tests, um, they didn't push religion on you, no. Okay. Okay. So you were still not at that point in time. You just, you did not have a relationship with Christ during that time. So was it 2020 that, um, you told me you were homeless? Is that correct? Um, let me think back just a little bit. I'm sorry. I could have gotten the dates wrong and that's fine too. But at one, at one point you were homeless. Is that correct? During, yes. During my, during my addiction, um, after I had lost my place, lost my kids, lost everything, um, I was homeless. I was going from couch to couch, trap house to trap house. Um, it, it was a, it was a very, very rough patch in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. This is, you know, I wanted to ask you this when you were talking about you were in and out of jail and you wanted, you said you just wanted to be numb, you know, from the age of 32 to 36. That's just, you know, what you did. How did you pay for things? Um, how does that work? Okay, so most of my charges are theft charges. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would go to stores and I would I would steal for my drug dealers, and then they would pay me in drugs. Okay, all right. Goodness gracious, Tabitha! But your story gets better, right? It does right. get better. It does. We're going to take a break, and we're going to hear the better part of your story because it is so good. Um, so, everyone, stay tuned for more Shape by Faith coming up next. Look. Welcome back to Shape by Faith, and we are listening to Tabitha Taylor share her story, and um, she's going to also share what God is currently doing in her life. Tabitha, what was your tipping point? Like the moment you realized you needed to get better and, and you seriously began working on getting clean and sober. Um, that, about three months into my treatment at True North, um, 
when my when my children you know when my children started reaching back out to me um and then the the family courts they had informed me that if it wasn't for me being in a treatment center that did not allow kids that I would have full custody back of my son so at that point right there I knew that I had to keep doing what I was doing and do the next right thing and do whatever I had to do to get my son home um so I completed True North. I reached out to Fresh Start, put my application in, got approved. Um, and within a month of me moving into Fresh Start, the courts granted me full custody of my little boy back. Oh, that's amazing. How, how did, and I know it made a difference in your life. That's obvious, but how did this make a difference in your life and, and how you were going about living compared to the way you were? Well, um, me getting my son back showed me that there is rewards in recovery, that good things do happen as long as you do what you're supposed to do. Um, and, and like the blessings, the blessings have been endless for me since I've been here. Um, not only have I gotten custody back of my son, um, I have, um, I have bought me a new car. Um, I have opened up a bank account, which I've never had before. Um, I have graduated, I've completed probation. I am off probation. I'll no longer have a probation officer to answer to. Um, all of my court stuff is taken care of. All fines, restitutions are paid off. Um, I was $2,700 behind in child support. All of that is paid off. So, you know, it's, it's just one blessing. Every day is a blessing, you mm-hmm. know, and having my son here with me, um, gives me purpose. Um, and here within the next few weeks, my daughter is going to be moving back in with me. Um, and she she hasn't lived with me in seven years. So, um, that is a God thing, isn't it? Yes, ma'am. And if it, if it was not for fresh start, there's no telling where I would be or, or, or what stage of life I would be in. I would probably be back out on the streets doing what I was doing. Well, God knew, God knew where you needed to go and he's going to restore everything that the enemy tried to take from you since you were a child. I really believe that Tabitha, he's going to restore everything and then some. Now you're involved in some Bible study groups, right? Through Fresh Start. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Um, every Saturday morning, um, we have a Bible study and a prayer. Bible study is from 730 to 830. Prayer is from 830 to 930. Um, I go faithfully every week. Now, at the beginning of, like, at the beginning, no, I did not go to it because, um, I was not sure where my relationship stood with God. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always believed in God, but I didn't, I didn't have a relationship with Him. I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to get that. Um, so about, I'm going to say six months ago, I started attending these prayers and Bible studies every Saturday. Very, very powerful. Um, and then I also entered a Bible disciple group on Monday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least three, at least three nights or three days a week, I am involved in some type of Bible or prayer. That's wonderful. Um, yes, ma'am. Well, you, you were not shown that as a child, as a teenager. You know, you didn't know. You didn't have that example placed in front of you god knew the whole time and even though you went through a lot of rough patches god is with you 
And like I said, I truly believe he's going to restore everything the enemy has tried to steal from you. And that is wonderful news about your daughter. I'm so happy for you. Um, how long have you been clean and sober? Um, two years and two months. Congratulations. How does that feel? It feels amazing. Like to know that I can get up every day and live a meaningful life, you know, get up, get my son ready for school, drop him off at school, go to work, come home, fixing dinner. Like I I have a purpose now, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just my day is filled. My heart is filled. Mm. (laughs) You sound like it. You really do. Moving forward, what are your hopes and dreams for the future? Well, my hopes are is I'm not ready to part with Fresh Start. Um, I, my plans are is to stay here and to grow as much as I can for as mm-hmm. long as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, when my time here is up and it's time for me to go, I'm hoping to um, have enough money saved up to be able to go um, put a mortgage down on a house. Um, that's my, me and my house mom, that is, that is our main goal is to work on my credit, um, and to stack my money. That way, when I do get out of here, instead of having to pay rent, having enough money stacked up to where I can just put a down payment on a mortgage and then go to the bank and get a loan to help me with the rest of it. So. We are believing that is going to happen for you. You're moving in that direction, Tabitha. You're, you're doing the right things. God is going to reward you for your efforts and we just know it's going to happen. And, and, you know, I just want to bless you. Um, just pray that God answers all of that for you and he gives you revelation and insight also into, um, your next step, because I think your next step is going to be a really huge step um, that's just going to blow you away in a really good way, in a really good way, Tefta. <laughs> but I want to thank you so much for coming on Shape by Faith and sharing your story. And I'm so happy for you about your daughter moving in. And um, God bless you, Tabitha. God bless you. Thank you. And thank you for listening, everyone. I'm Teresa Rowe. Have a blessed day. Bye. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit ShapeByFaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more. From the Cabinet Doors and More Studio. 